Oh, we got action. That's the voice you're going to use for this podcast? I mean, I think it sounds sexy. I think it's giving. I know. <laughs> well, welcome to Vorgasmic Vibes. I am Grant Michaels. And I'm Queen Shay. And this, and we, are Vorgasmic Vibes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hold your pause. Hold your pause. So extra. <laughs> And I know exactly what y'all are thinking. What the hell is a vorgasm? A vortex to vibrant vibrations of vigorous victory and vocal vibes. Mm. Something that brings immense pleasure on a subconscious level with some hella good energy added on top. Mm-mm-mm. Sounds just like a patty melt with extra cheese and bacon. Ooh. Mm, toasted brioche bun. Man, this girl is a foodie. <laughs> you hear me? But it, it's literally that. It's, it's the energy, the vibrations, the passion driven by first faith, our spirit, love, and desire. I mean, that's orgasm. What you think? And that's a vibe. Mm. It's like finding $100 in a pair of jeans you ain't worn in a couple of months. You know, you just put them on. And, oh, nah, it's like finding that right stylist to do that silk press with that curl. You know, like Big Luther with the curl. The curl <laughs> just right. <laughs> Not Lil Luther. Big Luther. Big Luther. Big Luther. Yeah. yeah nah, we're just playing. We're just playing. Nah, but uh, take it a little deeper. It's, it's when you discover your partner's love language. You know, when you unlock levels of intimacy, you know, past the physical. Not just the physical, but past the physical. Breaking down their mental needs and finding out how to peel back those layers, the layers of love to get to those new spaces. I know y'all all thinking that you may not share it with your partner, but that's what you need to do. Where do you want to go? What vibes do you want to have? Nobody wants that traditional day-to-day, normal, roommate-like relationship. You want that energy, that energy you can't wait to get home to, to see that person. Right. That's what you're looking for. Right, right. Like the the, the calling is not verbal. It's the the spirit that's calling, the body that's calling, the mental that's calling, the conversation that you have without words. You the feel memories me? that you have, thinking back to that prior day, that energy that you feel. You're at work, you're at your desk, and you just getting a chill, getting a vibe from yesterday's interactions. Mm-mm-mm. That's what we're curating. That's what we're looking for. Mm-mm-mm. I know what y'all was thinking. Y'all read my first book. Like his nasty ass. I know what a vorgasm <laughs> is. But no, 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 no. We are far from that. It's 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 a whole lot more. It's a whole lot more, you know. Now let's take the people back. Um With ten years in this thing now. Ten years of marriage. That's crazy. I remember uh thinking like, damn, we, we finally made it to the first year and here we are, ten years in. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, so let's take them back, man. Let's take them back. So from the beginning, we had a a clear and precise direction of where we wanted to go. At least I did. 
I know some people I did as well. They 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 date with various purposes. I was dating towards marriage. So was I. You know, I had already did the little Playboy thing. No pops collar, pops collar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, I knew where I wanted to go. You know, um, I knew life wasn't gonna be complete until I found my queen. You know, because what they say, you behind every great man, excuse me, beside every great man is a greater woman. And I just thank God I finally found mine. And it was so organic how it happened, you know? It was. And we, we both are looking for different things. I, I knew what I didn't want more so than what I was looking for. So I had expectations, but not concrete expectations where he need to be this tall. He need to look this way. He need to work at this place, have this salary. It wasn't that. I just knew... What I was doing obviously was not working. That was not it. It was not life. That ain't what your daddy said. Oh my gosh! Don't put my daddy in. Your, your your daddy said you had a laundry list of requirements. <laughs> you know, down to the melanin. <laughs> and I did, and that was not working. <laughs> but um, man, let's take the people back to the beginning. You know, um, I remember like it was yesterday. It was a a hazy, warm. Night, Friday night to be exact. Sound just like a lie. In September, <laughs> this beautiful thing came sashaying <laughs> across lie. the street. Oh man, sashaying just. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Um, we had mutual friends, um, and the truth be told, me and one of my boys, we we were heading to meet these other two girls, and happened to run into her on the streets in Five Points in Columbia. And, and I didn't live here and was down for the weekend visiting my friends. I did not want to go out. They were like, let's just go out for a few minutes. So I'm like, cool, let's go. Uh, real story, I literally was walking on the street, ending my then relationship via text. Like literally, literally, literally dumping homie. Ending it. Via text as I'm walking into her life. Look at right. God. Look at God. In the midst of that, looking at my phone, I hear this guy talking to one of my friends. And I'm like, man, I know that voice from somewhere. Where do I know that voice from? I look up and I'm like, I know you. You're Grant. Not to mention, she said she knew my voice. She hadn't heard it probably 10 years. And she, she recognized my voice. I'm like, I know you. Your name Grant. The fact that she called me Grant, that's not my government. I was, and it's my preferred name. So many people call me by my government, and don't get me wrong, it's nothing wrong with it, but I prefer Grant. So for me to meet someone, I don't even have to introduce myself or go through that hassle of, well, this is my name, but people call me. That was refreshing. It was shocking, you know? So, you know, me being the typical man I am, like I said, me and my boy was on a mission. I had to keep it moving. I had to keep <laughs> it pushing, so I ain't even get her number. I ain't even get your name. Nope. We just briefly spoke. Hey, how you doing? Okay, yeah, you yeah, you do know me. Oh, you call me Grant. Oh, you really know me then. I well You went about your Y'all have a good night. <laughs> I went about my breakup. <laughs> <laughs> and um it was that next that was on a Friday. So that Monday, uh we had like I said, we have mutual friends. Uh one of our mutual friends' daughter's birthday was that Monday. So as we are both going on the post on, on social media to post a a a happy birthday. I noticed that fail. Like, wait, that's that's the girl from Friday. So, before I jumped in her DM, I said, let me peruse her pictures and oh see what God. kind of life she got going on here. 
And it almost ain't happened because she took so many pictures of her beloved nieces. I thought she had kids. No, at the time I wasn't dating women with kids. I ain't have no kids. I was just trying to find somebody equally yoked. You know what I'm saying? And I did not have any kids. I also no was not dating anybody with kids. And then she was in Charleston. She lived in Charleston. I had just got out of a long distance relationship. I was like, I ain't doing that shit no more. I need to touch, feel, see this person daily. So, But I told you you would. She damn sure did. She was like. And you did. I'm, willingly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> but. What are we saying? Things that we thought we wanted or the vision of the partner we thought we wanted wasn't what we ultimately ended up with. And even things we thought we would no longer do or be open to, those were the things that drew us closer to each other. It was something intriguing about him. He was complete opposite of what I was always looking for, but it just felt right. And that's the main thing. That's the vibe it was giving. It always felt right. I didn't know him from anything i mean i knew you know he was a good person because of our mutual friends but everything just kept saying keep talking to this dude keep talking to this dude and you know it just kept happening it just kept going on its own yeah man and 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 at the time um like she was a little slim little thing probably like what 130 pounds maybe like 110 (laughs) and I was into, at the time, mind you, this was, what, 13 years ago? I mean, I wanted a a, a little more substance in... in, in fat. Let's say thick. Fat. We ain't going to say fat. I've seen pictures. Fat. But thank God. <laughs> I, ain't, I, mean, I, mean, I ain't going there with you. But thank God for Carrie Hilson. I was in love with Carrie Hilson at the time. She had that song, Slow Jams, too. Come on now. I called her my little Carrie Hilson. And lo and behold, here we are. Wine and timing. And that's the that's the premise of this podcast is, you know, discussing the ins and outs of this. How do you keep that same excitement, keep that energy? Like we said, it's been 10 years. Um, lots of high highs during the 10 years. We definitely had our shares of low lows, bumps, Preach. bruises, scrapes, Preach. getting chills, feeling overwhelmed just thinking about some of the stuff we went through. But it's all about your end goal. What do you want? Do you want that with that person? Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to grow as a person? Because it's not just about the relationship. It's not just about the union. Are you whole? Are you growing? If you aren't doing these things, it's probably not going to work. Right, right. Um, Bruce Lee had a quote, you know, uh, be an empty cup. Um, I'm paraphrasing horribly. But uh, be like an empty cup. You know what I'm saying? Allow your situations to fill you, you know, and... That's essentially what we both had to do to make this relationship where it is, as strong as it is, as as long as we've been doing this. So I know at 25, I knew the 25-year-old me wasn't going to be that person at 30. Just like the 30-year-old me, I knew I wasn't going to be that person at 35. If you are the same person year in, year out, 5, 10, 15 years down the line, there's no growth there, none whatsoever. You're supposed to change. You're supposed to mature. You're supposed to gravitate towards more and grow. Most people don't, but we focused on the growth for each other in our relationship. You know, we've had, like she said, so many ups and downs. But, I mean, some of our downs, people flat out told us, we don't know how y'all made it through that. Like adults, people that's been married for 20, 30 years. Like, y'all know people that's gone through that situation, that that situation destroyed them. And here we are, you know, strong as ever. But what are we saying? What's the purpose of this? What's our mission? 
to and it's not always going to be balanced um talking about growth sometimes grant was growing faster than i was or you know his vision was way ahead of mine and i was in more of a stagnant place you know having that patient being transparent with that person and being able to clearly communicate because communicate that's a big one but that's a whole nother podcast um you know being able to just give someone grace to you know I see you're moving, but give me a little minute. Let me catch up. I'm coming. You know, as long as you had that communication and you know, okay, we have the same end goal, you know, just like a part. There's many paths, but all of them can take you to the same end goal. You know, are you willing to stay the course? You may break right. away here and there, but, you know, go find your person. Like, hey, I see you over there. I see you still on the journey. We're still on the journey together. And it's it's like a staircase for us. You know, there was times, um, and, and I'm a literally – say what she just said. There was times when she was growing and I wasn't. But that's when we go into our support bag. Like right. when um I was looking for a, an outlet. This was when we first first got married. I want to say within year one. That's when I wrote my first book. And through her encouragement, through her support, you know, and right after I wrote my first book, it spawned to my second book. That was her supporting me. Then she started her business. She started um, assisting uh, weddings and, and, and that spawned into wedding planning, which she no longer does. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that spawned into her forming her, her business plans on us, you know. So while she was growing there, I was supporting her, you know, making sure she had what she needed. In the midst of this, raising children. Oh, gosh. And, and, and raising a little me with a splash of her for the week of the weary overwhelming <laughs> um and even you know who we were there you know then in year one the marriage that we had absolutely does not work for us today we've had to figure that out you have to figure out what do you want in your relationship and not just marriage because i don't think marriage is for everybody uh some people just want to they want their person or they find their person that does not mean that you have to be married but you still have to understand that you're going to change what you want is not what you're always going to want um he mentioned him writing the books um for anybody that has read his books knows that they're next level you know as his wife that has me thinking like wait you know let me make sure i'm i'm on the same wave like you know it's a lot going on in this book <laughs> you know what, what vibe is he out here uh, <laughs> trying to create am i in the right space let, let me catch up um but you know there's different things you have to do to make sure that you're staying the course um you have to be willing to do some things that you thought you would never do to please your partner and people always think sexually but everything is not sexual like are you mentally pleasing your partner is your conversation on the same level as your partner? Uh, even physically, we're on a health journey. We've always been on different health journeys, but you know, you want to look your best for yourself, but we also want to look our best for our partner. I mean, we're all visual people. We're not blind. We we see everybody out here. You know, some nice looking people out here. Some nice bodies you see passing by. You know, it's always finding the growth. Um, but that's a vibe too. Uh, you know, just knowing that. Okay, I see. I see you getting up, mm -hmm. doing the work, trying to please me. I see what you're doing. Let me match that energy. And that's a big one, matching the energy. That's a part of the orgasm. Like that is mental stimulation, knowing that, okay, I know my husband's going to do something today that's going to be intriguing to me. That alone is a different level of excitement, a, diff a different vibe that, you know, he's curating in our personal space. I remember when you taught me about 
love language. I've always right. heard the phrase, but I ain't know what the hell that was. I mean, I thought love language is just a love letter written or something intimately spoken to the other person to ultimately get in them drawers. That's what I thought it was. Clearly quite ignorant on the subject. She broke it down and showed me how to love her, taught me how to love her, the way she wanted to be loved. And we as men, we think we know it all. We think we know how to provide. We we know what you want. We know, you know, just look your best, tell her you love her, you know, keep it in the house, you know, that type of thing. But no, once you're in the house, like, are you speaking her language? Um, like, are I, you hearing me? Right. Like, I remember um, early into the marriage, uh, I'd be upstairs in the man cave watching football, whatever, woo -woo, and, you know, it's time for bed. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to come downstairs and... You know, it's, it's, it's Mr. Nasty time. <laughs> it wasn't the case. I mean, she's been in the bed. She's been either reading or watching TV. She's preparing to go to bed. She taught me the essence of foreplay, the essence stimulation. of stimulation to get to that. It's not just, oh, okay, I'm watching TV. Oh, he's downstairs. Let me, okay, let me jump into. No, the love language portion of that, like the, the foreplay starts hours before you, she even sees right. you or touch you, you know, it's. It's what you're doing to stay on that frontal lobe of hers. Right. So, Setting the mood is not always, oh, let me get some roses. Let me light these candles. No, you need to talk to me throughout the day. You know, let me have that level of anticipation. There you go. The anticipation part, part of it. like, And vice versa. Um, you know, men ain't aren't quite as intricate as women are in that regard. Like, the thought of can put us in the mood at times. But with her, it's, it's so much more. It's... It's the smell that she'll leave in a room. And I'm like, oh, Shayna was just in here. Ooh, she just had a, she got on the, the sexy stuff tonight. Or, <laughs> and I'm, she's no, she's not even on that side of the house. You know, or it's, it's the small things, but that's what I was taught from her. Like, love language is real. Intimacy is real. And uh, most men, not all, because some people on point and handling their business. I ain't going to act like we all ain't, ain't there. But I'm man enough to not admit I wasn't. I wasn't there. And, she taught me. But I wasn't always there either. We all have our moments and we have what we call our family meeting. <laughs> we have our check-ins. Um, that's your moment of transparency. That's your, that should be your safe space to critique them and give feedback to say, okay, truth moment. And that's what we call it. We have our truth moments. Sometimes our truth moments could be in the car, in the grocery store. And yeah. it's those awkward, weird things that you're like, man, if I tell her this or if I tell him this, it's going to start an argument. But no, that's not what it's supposed to be. Truth moment is setting the tone that, okay, they're about to tell me something serious. I probably did something wrong. Maybe I'm not aware, but let me be open-minded. Let me listen because whatever we get from this, okay, now I know he hates this. Let's not do that. And um, that also was transparency. You know, it took us years to get to where we are now in stages of transparency. Uh, he's big on my feelings. And I always tell him, just hurt my feelings. Just tell me. If I cry, just keep talking. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, no, give me the hard truth. Uh, I'm an Aquarius. Like, I don't have time to, you know, go through all Just tell me. Just just let me know what it is so I can do. Because I always say, don't hold me accountable for something I'm unaware of. That's not fair. No. Your mind is judging me and you're mad at this. Did you ever tell me I'm doing this? You know, that's where honesty and transparency, you know, is a game changer in the communication world now nah, we ain't gonna skip over that we we gonna we gonna we gonna backtrack a little bit to, to, to elaborate on what you just said 
So um, with our family meetings, when we first got married, we treated our marriage like, like a, a business. business, literally like a business. And it was intentional. And I'm talking about we had weekly sometime, but definitely monthly family meetings. It always you know, was centered around the finances and trips, to be honest, initially. Okay, I got, I get, back then I got paid a little differently. So it was make sure this is paid, boom, all right, we got this much for groceries, how much we spent, boom. It was literally a check and balance type thing initially. And then it, okay, from this leftover, how are we going, what are we going to do mm-hmm. for us? You know, that type thing. Then it spawned into like those, the family meetings went, went a little different. So, she sent to to make it even make more sense. She was like HR, <laughs> and I was more so like the front office. I was she allowed me to lead, but at the same time, I got to go through these guidelines that HR provided for us. You know, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, we we literally curated and created the marriage that we have from the bottom to the top, like we have it right now. But with these truth moments, it allows. Her to get something off her chest, and I can't get mad. There's no emotion in truth moments. You know, right. there's no anger whatsoever, because she's having a truth moment. Allow her to express herself. That's how I feel. Even exactly. if from your end you don't understand or see, you it. don't have to understand. Right. I'm telling you, or see it. Like I may not understand or even see her point, but she's explaining it from her vantage point, from her point of view, and vice versa. And when she says, "I don't like hurting her feelings," most men don't fully understand a woman they don't they don't they don't intricately know them me i literally studied this woman for three years before her last name changed and to the point to where i essentially knew how she would respond or what she would say to whatever subject i was bringing to her so i used that to my advantage to keep her happy in the long run, it took away some growth moments from us because mm-hmm. I would tiptoe and navigate around every subject to make sure we never had an argument. That's another pin I'm going to drop real quick. Here we are 10 years in, been been in each other's lives for 13 years, and we've never had an argument. We don't argue. Never. Like now, ever. we discuss and we agree to disagree right. on several things. I never said we, we don't agree on very everything. Very different. Right. I never said we, we agree on everything. But when I say we don't have an argument, we know how to bring subjects or situations to each other and take the emotion out of it. Like there's, I didn't, we can discuss something and not have it escalate to throwing pots and pans and I'm sleeping on the couch type shit. Cause that or a happen. yelling match. And we're, we're the same in that regard where, you know, you can't be in my face yelling at me because it's going to go, go bad real fast. Uh, and because we know that about each other, we respect that and we take that into consideration. Uh, I don't care if you got to write me a note. If you feel like you can't tell me, I need you to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's almost like a, a, a turn on. Like that's its own vibe. Like, man, you care enough you know, for me to know how you're feeling in this moment, you care enough about us to say, okay, I know this is hard, but we need to fix this. Because if you don't, then it's going to unravel or it's going to grow and turn into, you know, this big disease, almost like cancer, if you will. It's, it's going to keep to grow and grow and grow. And then the next time, next week, if I do something, now you're mad about three weeks ago, plus this week. Right. Now we're at six weeks of you right. being angry about stuff that I know nothing about. Yeah, so... That that never that that never will happen. Communication is always key. 
take it to the next level. So um, I just definitely wanted to throw that part in there. And we don't claim to be experts on everything. We don't claim to be experts on anything, actually. But like we said, we're sharing our experiences and what we've done to overcome obstacles. And what we are still doing. To overcome obstacles. And we're not perfect. We make tons of mistakes, and I'm sure we will continue to make mistakes. But we are okay with that. We're fine with knowing that it's going to happen uh, we may, we may not always be on the same wavelength every moment. That's not what we're saying, but there's always a way to bring it back, like create that vibe, you know, putting in that extra mental time, if you will, like, okay, what can I do this month to wow him? Right. You know, we've been a little stagnant, like, right. let, let me see, you know, I'm a researcher, like, let me go into my book, let me go into my bag, as they say, mm-hmm. uh, let me see what I'm going to learn, what I'm going to figure out in Listen, I'm very calculated. I'll pace this thing out like, okay, I'm going to learn like three things. i save this one for like the summer. Spice it up She a legit bit. do that too. <laughs> and as she learns it, she try to perfect it in that time frame. Like, okay, I'm going to pull this out in June. She's going to practice April through June and, and, right. and try to perfect whatever it is. And, and in my regard, I'm a writer. Um, I've been blessed with a very creative mind and a very, very good pen. So... I will write her something, either expressing how I feel, good or bad, or write her something romantically to express how I feel. And it works for me. Like, I remember when, I think it was year three, year two, I was working at Verizon. And anybody that ever worked in a a cell phone store, you already know, it's 60-hour weeks, you know, Verizon was closed three times a year. Um, so I didn't really, we, we, we had one of those, I ain't gonna say bad, but we had one of those moments where everything wasn't on point. And like I said, I tiptoe around situations to avoid controversy. And I was on my Aaliyah shit. I wrote you a four page letter. You remember that? (laughs) You did. I still have it. (laughs) You still got it. I have everything you've ever written me. (laughs) So. Good and bad. So that was just my way of breaking the ice, trying to to finally discuss the situation and she uh responded with a four page letter of her own but it opened up the the, the initial walls of communication because we still was in that honeymoon phase too wasn't trying to right so that's when we first start peeling layers off you know and my big pet peeve is and she knew this and and i always praised her for this part of the reason why we, we get along so well i can't stand being told what to do you know what I'm saying? Don't tell me what to do. I know some certain marriages I hate it, that works that way for the, the one spouse to control the other. That I knew I would never be in that situation. And so did she. She knew she would never be in that situation. So with that being said, we had to I had to figure out how to I ain't gonna say God, but tell her Right, leave me. What I wanted her to do without right. me making it sound like a command. Right. And then out of respect, it just grew to Oh, I'm doing this for my husband or now I'm doing this for my wife. So that's what we're saying. Open the walls of communication um, is the key, basically. It to, is. To, it's to, different to layers and levels of pleasure. Um, so much so where, um, you know, the response you get from pleasing your partner, your spouse in whatever capacity that comes in eventually turns into your own pleasure. Um, not so much, oh, let me just do this because this is what he wants. Like, no, this is what he wants. Like, 
I want you to be happy. Like, let me do this for you. And, you know, that just keeps happening. It's a triggering effect uh, back to back with each other. So how did you know I was the one? Let's take it. Let's go back a little bit. How did you know? Oh, there was a lot of different things that made me know that you were the one. Uh, the way you just poured into me, the way you were so detailed when it came to me, um, holidays, birthdays, even with my family, the way you were so into my family made me know he's all in. And I'm like, this guy's all in. And I have not asked him to do any of these things. This is his natural personality, which is the opposite of what I was used to, you know, trying to tell someone, why don't you do this? Why didn't you do this? How did you forget that? You know, not having to remind someone about anything, um, even all the little extras. Uh, it just was a lot in a good way. And, you know, it just happened. But I just knew from the way you treated me, I knew you were the one, um, especially when certain family situations came up, just the way you would make sure I was okay, you know, from a to B in every situation. I just knew, okay, God, I hear you. I told you I was going to quit looking for what I thought I wanted and needed and allow you to just send that to me. And, and that's what happened on the streets of our points. Hmm. What about you? How did you know I was the one? There was four situations that occurred that, that led me to believe only four. Sorry. Well, that stood out <laughs> that stood out. Um, the first one, uh, well, when I first got your number, I don't know if you remember when we first got to talking, we was on the phone that first night for like three, four hours. For somebody that I can just talk to and be that comfortable, I was like, yeah, okay, that was that was that was one. Because most people I just can't talk to for hours. Um, then when we got serious, um, the icing on the cake, well, one of the icings on the cake, uh, when I, back when I was dating, I used to give girls money to hold for me. Um, Cause I wasn't real responsible with money. I would always give them a little money. One of three things always happened. They would either a when I asked for the money back. One of three things always happened. They'd either a give the money back, two, uh, or b <laughs> um, have spent all the money and 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 be like, oh, I'll pay you back when I can. That's so childish. Or 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 c they would have spent some of the money and be like, here's this much of it, and I will I I'll give you the rest when I can. She unlocked a a, a fourth option. So I was like, um, where that money that I gave you? Just to test her. And she was like, um, well, I saw you put blah, blah, blah in. So I also put blah, blah, blah in and matched it. So this will be our first savings. Nobody's ever did that. I was like, okay, she might be the one. Now the third one, I think I said four, but let me just go with three. The third one is the one that really I was like, okay. Every man enjoys taking a good deuce. You oh feel me? Oh, my gosh. They're thrown, you know, the, the, the porcelain throne as we call it. <laughs> She upgraded my shit in life, you know. <laughs> she introduced me to flushable wipes. She upgraded my toilet paper. She's like, "What's this one ply you use?" I was a bachelor, had a little bachelor pad, you know. She was like, "Uh, uh-uh. we going." Re-. She started couponing. She was a cute advocate couponer back then, very responsible financially. That was also eternal. Um, took me to get some 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 expensive toilet paper and flushable wipes. Oh man, life hasn't been the same since, <laughs> you know. And 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 those were just little things that like you were helping me out, you know. It just, but her spirit, her aura, her energy, her organization—that literally was one of the main things, you know. And we're still finding things on why I love him, you know. Every year, I hope to find something new, and for that list to grow, 
or be enhanced, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. something I loved about you, now you're on level three of that, you know? You know, you, you, like we said, we started from the bottom, now we're here, you know? We are, we, we set goals and then make, once we achieve them, you make those goals our, our floor now. Now we have a new ceiling that we're attempting to reach, you know, so. And we're wanting to bring you guys along as we continue to unlock these spaces and, you know, go for a higher ceiling. That's yeah. the vibe we're bringing. That's orgasmic vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. VV, VVS. So we got a lot that we want to bring to y'all on this podcast, you know, and this is just the first episode. So, you know, it's not going to be long. We're going to kind of wrap this up here shortly. Um, we're not going to give it to y'all today. One of the things we do want to give to you today, um, a little game we like to play. Um, we love games. It's called Either or Neither. And the premise of the game is you 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 present something to your spouse. Um, it got to be way off the wall, left field, you know what I'm saying, just out there. And they got to, obviously, this, between the two scenarios, they got to either pick one or neither. But if they say neither, they have to come up with uh, a scenario that's similar to it, comparable to it, but that they would do. So in this week's episode of uh, Either or Neither. I'm scared to know. Y'all remember the movie, uh, uh, what was it? Set It Off? I'm in a bind, Nate. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're not going to put me in a Nate situation. I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> we got a, I'm in a bind, Nate situation for this Either or Neither. Oh my God. So, Queen Shay. Yes. Either or Neither. Would you rather have sex with an overweight, old, wrinkly skinned T-shirt tucked in the Lee jeans, brute smelling man? Jeans. Yeah, Lee jeans. They don't even make them no more, I don't think. It's Buddy the Lee. They make Buddy Lee jeans still. They must sell them at Sam's. Um, <laughs> brute smelling man for an hour for a year of free mortgage. Or, or... Mortgage on what? It must be a mansion. <laughs> Let an unattractive young woman have her way with you. Or we're going to go with B. Because what for you're not going to do. For two hours. Two, for, three. For two years. That's not even my lane. But what you're not going to do is put some rank skin on me for a year. I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you and Nate with that option. Nate was in the A. Nate had that cash, but had Jada pinned down. But um, we just like to have a good time, man. We like to enjoy life. Um, if you don't want to keep a smile on your spouse's face, just at the thought of you, just at the the thought of you coming home, just at any of that, like, what's your purpose? Why are you with that person? You know? Right. Move on. You know, curate the vibe or keep it going. Yeah. Well... This wraps up this first official uh, episode of Orgasmic Vibes. Orgasmic Vibes. And don't be out there uh, trying to steal a lot of lingo either. Right. Know? Make sure y'all. But go get your vibes. Go get your vibes. Make sure y'all. Uh, Check uh, us out. Please do. Please do. On Thursdays. Every Thursday going forward. Grant Michaels. And I'm Queen Shea. Signing out. Peace.